guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio, oh, oh, oh my god, Arsenio's ESL podcast. Oh my god, I almost said the Arsenio Buck Show because I do two different podcasts. Nonetheless, guys, here we are today. Here we are today. We're going to be doing an extensive reading. Now, luckily and fortunately, I do not have to read out this long passage word by word. I do have the audio to this. So that's going to be very good. But before we even get into this, we first must discuss how big the emoji is. Now, for those of you who don't already know the title, Crying with Laughter, How We Learned to Speak Emoji. Now, from my perspective, I see a lot of people post those crying with laughter, but I feel like it doesn't really pack a punch. You know, I always used to see it with uh, like comedians like Kevin Hart. He would put those crying laughters and I'm like, that doesn't really, I don't feel the emotion behind the emoji, okay? I just, I, I really, really don't. However, gifts are the best and the stickers and the application they call Line is far better than emojis. Now, I do not waste my time with emojis. The only time I do an emoji is if I'm posting something on Instagram that pertains to, you know, an international guest speaker to, you know, just put their flag on there and to talk about a variety of different things. That's the only time I use emojis. But I just think I hate using the keyboard and I hate looking for the emojis and it just doesn't show my true emotion. However, the stickers that I use in line that shows a variety of different faces or an angry baby or a crazy guy that looks so much like me. Honestly, there have been times and uh, they have these animated uh, stickers too that some of my colleagues send to me and they're so funny, you know? And I think it imitates me in real life just identically. That's why I love stickers so much or the gifts. I think gifts are brilliant because it shows the power of emotion behind what someone is feeling at that specific moment. But when it comes to emojis, I just don't feel it. But nonetheless, this isn't about my opinion. This is about the long and extensive uh, uh, audio that you're going to listen to right now. And I'm just praying to the heavens, if there are heavens, that this does not clunk out for whatever reason it is, or it does. So guys, if it does, I do apologize and I will be bringing it back to you guys. But nonetheless, we are, or I am going to play this through for you. Now, for those of you who want the additional exercise, if you're taking IELTS, there are headings. This blog is available on the arseniobuckshow.com. Okay, the headings are one through eight. They're in Roman numerals. Now, there are six paragraphs. You're going to have to match those headings to each paragraph. Now, if you guys would like the answers to that, I'll be more than happy to give them to you if you have any questions. And with that being said, guys, we're gonna get right into this. So without further ado, let me play this bad boy. It's a seven and a half minute monster. So get ready. Face with tears of joy symbol has been named the word of the year. But how did a gimmick end up changing the way we communicate? The Oxford Dictionary has just announced its word of the year, as it has done annually since 2004. This wouldn't perhaps deserve much attention if it weren't for the fact that it's not a word at all. It's just a pair of symmetrical eyebrows, eyes, big tears, and a broad monotooth grin. That's right, the word of the year is the face with tears of joy emoji. Judge Caspar Grathwell oversaw the discussions that led to the selection. 
We just thought when you look back at the year in language, one of the most striking things was that in terms of printed communication, the most ascendant aspect of it wasn't a word at all. It was emoji culture. If he had been referring to the number of people using emoji in regular text messages, this may not have seemed so remarkable. What may surprise you more, though, is that the classic novel Moby Dick was translated into emoji and renamed Emoji Dick, <laughs> with Alice in Wonderland undergoing the same update, a task that required the use of 250,000 emoji. The author T.R. Richmond, who used emoji in What She Left, a novel built around texts, blogs, and Facebook posts, says that emoji have a place at the heart of our language. The fact that English alone is proving insufficient to meet the needs of 21st century digital communication is a huge shift, says Grathwall. When one of his dictionary colleagues suggested using an emoji instead of the word emoji, light bulbs went on. Until recently, Grathwall, who is 44, avoided using emoji altogether because he worried that he would look as if he was trying to get in on teen culture. I felt inauthentic, but I think there was a tipping point this year. It's now moved into the mainstream. Not only does he use emoji, but his mother sends him emoji-laden messages too. Indeed, some 76% of the UK adult population owns a smartphone, and of those, between 80 and 90% use emoji. Worldwide, 6 billion emoji are sent daily. If you are one of the few not yet using emoji, it may still interest you to know that the face with tears of joy is the most used. Even if you don't send emoji yourself, you probably receive them from people keen to convey a little irony, exaggeration, or fun. In fact, emoji have their own kind of dictionary. It's called Unicode, a computing industry standard that ensures different platforms, providers, and operating systems can recognize text from each other. There are currently well over a thousand emoji. Anyone can put forward an idea for an emoji, says Vivian Evans, a professor in linguistics at Bangor University, who has spent the past year studying them. You simply submit a proposal, provide a rationale. You'll hear back from the Unicode Tech Committee if your design meets their criteria. It's this group that considers proposals and releases new outlines of characters in a process that can take about two years. Wow. As a result of these innovations, racially diverse emoji have been introduced. Next year, a dancing man is coming, partner to the dancing lady. Vegetables remain underrepresented, Cute rodents, overly so. If you're planning to come up with new emoji, perhaps you should bear that in mind. Not everyone has responded positively to emoji. A common complaint is, if you will use signs instead of words, you'll just end up semi-literate. Evans has heard similar comments. If you talk to some people, they imply that emoji are a backward step but this misunderstands the nature of human communication. The picture is more complicated, he feels, with emoji offering both greater freedom and constraints than verbal language. He points out that anyone can invent a word and use it, 
but emoji are a limited language, subject to the selection processes of Unicode. However, he says, what I've been trying to do is demonstrate that emoji are conforming to the same principles of communication that underpin the spoken language. Perhaps he senses my confusion. If it'll help, he says, I can demonstrate this with a simple sentence. There is a pause. I love you, he says. He says it twice. The first time I think he means it, the second time we both know he doesn't. Intonation makes a huge difference. Later, Evans explained that if I'd been standing in front of him, I'd have been relying on his body language to help infer meaning too. Emoji are fulfilling the same function in digital speech, he says. It was in Japan in the late 1990s that emoji were born. A Japanese telecom company had been looking for a way to entice teens to its pager service. One of its employees, Shigataka Kurita, came up with the idea of adding simple images to its text offering and began sketching out the possibilities. His imagination was stimulated by manga, Chinese characters, and street signs. Yet those early emoji look simple by today's standards. Facial expressions more than faces, musical notes, exclamation marks. If Kurita hadn't drawn up his initial set, the rich lexicon of emoji we use today might never have been developed. Like any sort of language, emoji are in a constant state of flux, particularly in the way that texters are choosing to deploy them. They are subtle and rich, and flexible, Grathwall says. Indeed, the significance of an individual emoji may not be interpreted in the same way by all members of the emoji-using community. In other words, if emoji meant the same thing to everyone, they wouldn't be so much fun. Rathwell also explains, the strings of emoji people send me are becoming longer and starting to tell stories. They are expressing ideas and experiences with growing sophistication. Will emoji eventually be tamed and come to look something more like traditional written scripts that we understand? It would be interesting if that kind of development took place, he says. In the meantime, if you opened a dictionary in a bookshop tomorrow, you'd notice that the face with tears of joy hasn't yet earned a place. Maybe they are still trying to work out where it should sit in the alphabet. Well, that is the end. So what I really thought, what the hell? Oh, that's my song. That's my song. It's so funny how this always plays. So guys, if you're actually interested in that song, it's Marcus Houston. That is one of my favorite, favorite songs from 14 years ago. Oh my goodness. I am an oldie but goodie type of guy. But anyways, with that being said, that's the song. I'll definitely put that in the description if you guys want to hear that because of course the entrance is just so sexy. But nonetheless, these emoji, the emoji concept, I thought in the last paragraph, he said that every, if everyone used the emoji over and over, it would lose, uh, did he, what did he say? It would lose its touch or um, it wouldn't be so much fun. And that's the problem with this, laugh, this laughing emoji. I don't believe it tells a story. I don't believe I can feel the emotion behind it. You know, I like to just put LOL 
as in ha ha ha, laugh my ass off, L-M-A-O, as in expressing more than an L-O-L. Uh, I rarely put the L-M-F-A-O. You can only imagine or you could just fill in the, the, the very popularized four let I'm sorry, yeah, four letter vulgar word as the F is. And I rarely, rarely put that anymore. Um, R-O-F-L, I haven't, I haven't written that in probably more than a decade. Uh, so I normally just put LOL or LMAO, but I'm more of a voice guy. So with Facebook messages, um, I used to send stickers because I thought they were really cool, but they're not as good as line stickers. Line stickers, man, they are phenomenal because a lot of them have voice and it. It just shows so much. So if I actually, I have a friend who's a nurse and she lives in a place called, uh, she lives in a province called Nakon Sawan. And anytime I say something funny, she sends a sticker back and I hear, what's up? It has like a voice to it, a little like a five five second snippet. It is so funny because I know exactly how she feels. It could be her kicking the screen, and I'm like, okay, well, she's expressing like you know she's expressing that emotion, so she isn't too happy. You know what I mean? So I'm more of a sticker guy. Now, if everyone sends the same emoji to everyone just like the laughing, just like the angry one. I just feel like it loses everything. I don't know. That's, that's, that's how I feel from my perspective. That's why when I see people uh, on Instagram, especially famous people. So if we look at uh, Gary Vee, who actually spoke, who had spoken on Larry King Live probably about four years ago, he was talking about emoji. He's like, you've never sent a poop emoji? And Larry King is like, what the, well, you, you know, his voice is crazy. He's like, oh, what's a, well, what's a, what's a, a poop emoji? You, you know, I can't make it, I can't mimic his voice. It's just, it's just insane. Um, and so the emoji was already happening about four or five years ago. But now, I think for the likes of Gary Vee, he still uses it and whatnot. But if he posts something on Instagram, then you get these very, uh, I guess you could say these Instagram idols, whatever you want to call these folks. All they do is post like a fist emoji or they post like, I don't know, they post just emojis. And, and, and I just think that's, that is very insulting. For a video like Gary Vee, which normally has, it packs a powerful punch and it tells a hell of a story, for you to just post like a 100% emoji or a rocket ship emoji or a fist emoji i think that's just downright insulting i think that there's nothing there's no credibility there's nothing behind it like there's no thought behind it so in terms of that i will say to all those instagrammers out there who like to just post something very quickly so they can get recognition and so they can be the top comment on another person's post so people can hurry up and click on their profile and possibly follow them. I think they use these emojis because they don't have to put thought into anything they post. And so that they can hurry up and get people from his page over to their page. That's what people actually do with these emojis too. They take advantage of them because they don't have to put thought into them. If you just put 100% with an emoji, I'm just like, guys really like i've seen that with a couple of people like i love them ella sophia i've actually brought her onto my instagram live before she's phenomenal and sometimes she posts like the little rocket ship emoji but she actually you know she has like four words behind that too um 
other people actually just post an emoji and I don't even like that post because I'm like, well, I, that's just nothing to me. Like I posted a nine minute video that was truly educational. And all you have to do is put, and all you can do is post a goddamn fist, a human fist. You're damn right. I'm very angry about this. So anyways, that's my whole thing about that uh, specific aspect. Now there was another one. I forgot what it was. Um, Oh, the negator, the, the negatory, right? I got that from the movie Zombieland, the most recent one. Um, someone said, if you will use signs instead of words, you'll just end up semi-illiterate. Another person said, if you talk to some people, they imply that emoji are a backward step. I'm like, seriously, guys, there's no backward step. Now, uh, uh, okay, so what I was just saying before, I absolutely agree, okay? But the whole semi-literate and illiterate, people are taking that too far, okay? That doesn't, that does not pertain to the, the academic language or the English language or any language in general does not pertain, okay, to being semi-literate if you just post an emoji. No, the people who post just emojis are the ones that I just verbally attacked about three minutes ago. The ones that like to quickly post an emoji to get a top comment on, on, on an Instagram idol so that they could get people to go into their page. Now, there was one person, I forgot his name, but somehow every video, okay, every video could be a Tom Billy, it could be Jim Quick, it could be Gary Vee, whatever it may be, okay, he would always post something so unbelievably thoughtful. How was he able to type this up or have this even pre-context? I have no idea how he does this. And people would message him and say, how do you do that? He's like, because I care. I forgot his name, all right? I don't know, I don't think he's anyone of, you know, I wouldn't say high caliber, but I don't know if he's anyone of that nature. Like, I don't think he's an author or anything like that. But for him to post something very thoughtful, that has far, it's not even, you can't even compare it how much more of a powerful impact that could have on someone's life than a ridiculous ass emoji. Now I'm not against emojis, but if I post a nine minute video on Instagram and all you got is one emoji, I'm going to be very, very disappointed. And I'll probably delete your comment because it just shows that you're trying to hurry up and post something to get back. And you know, what's funny, like two years ago, I would hurry up and go back and comment on these guys yeah, so, and I would say, so what do you mean by this? There's no translation with this emoji. Like, are you really trying to hurry up and get people to go onto your page? They would never respond, of course, because they hurry up and get these post uh, uh, notifications. Whereas, hey, Gary Vee has just posted something. And all they do is hurry up and click an emoji. I see this on other people's uh, page, oh, pages or Instagram profiles like Eric Thomas. And the same people do that over there too. So I tell them to elaborate on their emoji and they never do. Why? Because they're fake. So I think emoji could potentially build and is potentially building a very fake culture online. That's my, that's my two cents. So if you guys have any questions or if you guys have any input on that, I would love to hear what you have to say. Um, I'm going to try my hardest to actually put this into 
um, what like little snippets so you guys can hear a couple of things about these emojis because I think this is really really this is a really good story. This is a really good topic to to broaden and to have people comment on. So guys, stay tuned for that. If you guys are hearing this on the day of, make sure that you tune into those snippets because I would love to hear some of your input. With that being said, guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESA podcast. I'm your host, Arceo, as usual. Over and out.